Megan. Hello. <laughs> Thank you for joining us today. Yeah, my pleasure. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad to have you on and I'm so glad to have everyone tuning in on Facebook. It mm -hmm. was a connection that was made through Adam from The Hub and it was a great opportunity to learn a little bit more about your wonderful organization. So I'm hoping you guys can just tell me a little bit about it and we're also gonna have an opportunity to ask some questions from the brand new things to talk about at Coffee Hour Card Game, which just has some courageous questions for faith organizations and faith groups like The Hub. So you guys are kind of like my first like guinea pigs for this <laughs> question. Sure. Sounds so, good. Um, just to start, can you introduce yourself and tell me a little bit about um, your participation in The Hub? Sure, I'll go. Start with. Um, yeah, I'll go. Um, my name is Megan, and I was the leader of the London Sub Hub for the past two years. Um, I led it with Lauren. I recently moved out of London, um, but had a really good time those two years, and I just participated in the Hub the two years before that. So I got involved through the camp, like most people. So. Awesome. And just yeah. for those who don't know, um, so there's Sub Hubs in cities across Canada, is that? Mm -hmm. Yes, okay. yes, that's true. Yes, yeah, so the hub is the whole organization, and then the sub hubs exist in different cities like London and Waterloo and Hamilton. Mm -hmm. Okay, so those are smaller, um, kind of localized groups. Yeah, exactly. So the sub hubs will meet like on a weekly basis with people from those cities, and then the hub will have bigger events that can be for anyone mm -hmm. from any city that participates. Awesome. And Ella? Yeah, um, so I've been involved with the Hub for a few years. Um, I was never really in a city where they had a sub-hub, but this year I moved to Guelph, so I got to be a part of the Guelph sub-hub, which was, it was really cool to just sort of have that faith group to come to every week. Awesome. And from what I've read about the Hub so far, it sounds like a lot of the participants are coming from United Church camps. Is that um, kind of your experience as well? Yeah, so it is sort of based out of the camp world, um, but we, it's definitely, you can invite people from outside of the camp world too, which is really cool, okay. so you get a mix of people. Awesome, and which camps did you two attend? <laughs> we we uh, worked at Silver Lake United Church Camp together for a couple of years. Okay. So. Awesome. Yeah. And did you think that you'd have this kind of lifelong, I guess, <laughs> relationship or friendship? Well, I was hoping so. I'm glad that it's come out of that. So <laughs> That's so yeah. cool. And one of the things that really, to me, was so amazing as I've learned more about the Hub is just that it's this group of young people in the church. Mm -hmm. Like, often there's all these discussions about how young people um, – don't care or don't want to participate and it sounds like this is really like a youth-led group that really yeah. um takes seriously like the thoughts and suggestions of young people when it comes to what the programming looks like and how it's run and can you talk a little bit about like youth leadership in a church group and what that <laughs> what that looks like at least for you guys yeah, um, I think that's one of the appealing things about the Hub is that um, 
most of the people who are forming or leading the hubs are um, have participated in these camps before, which is obviously usually young people working at the camps. Um, so then it just kind of translates that the people who are working at the camps are young. And so the leaders of the sub hubs are young. Um, and it's just kind of great because one of the great spiritual experiences about working at the camp is that you get to be surrounded by young people and talk to fellow young people about what you're going through. Like most of the people on the staff are about the same age, like in university and that. Um, mm -hmm. So the hub is just cool as an extension of that, just to talk about issues that are really important to you and like how faith is kind of coming into your life as you set up your life for the first time, as you branch out from home, wherever it is you're going and starting a career, like it's cool to get to talk to people and relate about that. Um, Cause obviously mm -hmm. it's great to talk to older people who have lots of experience with their faith, but it's also great to just relate to people who are yeah. also going through that. So. Mm -hmm. No, yeah, sort of, I worked or not worked. Um, I went to a church in my hometown and it definitely was an older population. So I had the opinion that like every Christian organization was aimed at an older population, but the hub just sort of came into my life and I was like, oh, this is really cool that I can like interact with people who are around my age and who can relate to what I'm going through. So it was, it was something special to like see come into like my life. Yeah. Just so awesome. And I, I've also wondered, like, if this experience within the hub has translated to you all seeking other leadership opportunities within the church, like the broader church or your own local churches, or is the hub just something quite different and separate? Like, how did, what do you feel like the connection is between what you do at the hub and the skills you gain and things you learn? And then like the, the, broader United Church? Are there things that you're learning and taking with you that you're able to share? Or what do you feel like the connection or the relationship between the two is? Yeah, I feel like I'm not participating in any leadership capacity in my church because that is very separate from my church. The church that I go to is not really affiliated with that. But I think um, it's just encouraged me to be more honest about my faith because um, you get to be around young people who, like I said, are engaging with you and who are kind of going through the same things. Um, so it just makes me more comfortable talking about my faith, like in that capacity as a young person. Um, Cause when it's just like older people around, then um, <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> um, when it's just older people around, then um, you don't feel as comfortable being completely honest. So, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, just, just like having those real conversations, I guess I try and do more like in all my church communities now. So Awesome. Yeah, there's been a couple of um, me, Adam, and a couple other people from the hub did a decolonizing the Bible workshop. Yeah. Which was really cool to learn, yeah, more about the Bible from, yeah, a perspective that wasn't one I was used to. So I've been able to bring that perspective to um, all other aspects of my church life. Okay. And... Yeah, even though the hub is very different and it's pretty like separate from my other church life, um, there's definitely been some overlap in that I can sort of speak more freely about my faith and I can, yeah, I just feel more confident about my faith, which is something that I haven't had before. So that's been really cool to experience. That's so awesome because although there are, are a lot of conversations about how young people don't want to get involved in the broader church or how they don't care about certain aspects of it. I think there's also an element of not feeling completely 
comfortable to participate in a certain way when everyone around you is so much older or different mm -hmm. in certain ways like you don't it kind of like challenges the space in a way that doesn't exist when everyone around you is of the same age coming from a similar yeah. experience so I think there's like it's kind of like a two-way street like sometimes young people or it's like a chicken and an egg thing sometimes young people don't want to participate in leadership in the broader church but it's because they've had like an experience where they feel like maybe their opinions didn't matter or they're not completely mm -hmm. comfortable. And then it just kind of like keeps going and keeps going. So I love that the hub can provide just this opportunity to really have your opinion be heard and see that it matters and it actually affects how things work and happen. And it gives you an opportunity to like strengthen your leadership skills from what I'm hearing so far. Yeah, definitely. Um, so now we are gonna get into some of the questions for our things to talk about at coffee hour. <laughs> <laughs> so the questions are gonna be drawn sort of at random and just give me like your best answer or your thoughts or um, just think about how it resonates with you from your experience at the hub so far and maybe even your experience with your home church as well. Um, and I'd like for both of you to answer if you can. So we'll start with the first question. Are you ready? I heard, I heard from Adam that camp kids are used to playing games so this is like oh yes not foreign to you guys very much so we <laughs> yeah. it most time, so. like the icebreaker games and the oh, yeah. like so many nature mm -hmm. yeah. um okay so the the first question is when are you the proudest of the hub and why hmm. wow that's a really good question hmm Something that, um, yeah, just has been like reaffirmed to me over the years is that Hub is a space for, um, yeah, like a safe space for LGBTQ plus members, mm -hmm. which, yeah, I've had my first experience with a non-affirming church. So I've come to realize like how important spaces like this are. Um, and I just love it. Like, I'm so proud of the Hub for that, for being so... And they're not shy about it either, which is another huge thing. Um, so yeah, just like their social justice uh, aspect to it is has been amazing. Yeah, awesome. I love yeah, that. It's sort of like on the same line with that. I just like the honesty of the hub and the inclusivity of the hub. Like I think mm -hmm. the proudest moments are when in London sub hub, like I can have really honest conversations with like students who are a couple of years younger than me who have maybe had like problems with the church. And like, it's a very open space to ask any question that you have. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. like, ideally in church communities, we get to just have really honest conversations and get to answer our questions with each other. And I think the hub is really good and really intentional about being that open space for really honest conversation. Mm -hmm. I love that. And I love also, Ella, how you mentioned that they're not shy about it. There are um, churches who like to sort of think of themselves as inclusive and open, but you're never quite sure. There has to be that very like yeah. public and obvious expression of it that I think is so, so important. And mm -hmm. I, I think that's something sometimes that even churches that are in the affirming process sort of miss out on. They focus on the procedural details of, okay, we have our, our statement and we have our this and we have our that, but how do you really make 
known that this is where you stand and this is what you sort of will not tolerate happening in your church, mm -hmm. any form of exclusion or any form of homo by transphobia, anything mm -hmm. like that. So I love that the hub has that element to what you all do. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> I hope that wasn't too hard hitting of a question. <laughs> It's no, that you don't like yeah. think of asking one another. Like when you're in group together, you're not like, when are we the proudest of this place? <laughs> yeah, but it's good to reflect on it. You know, it's meaningful. <laughs> okay, so next up, in what situation would a new member of the hub or visitor feel most out of place? Hmm. Mm. The one thing I can think of might be that hub even though it is open to non-camp members it is yeah. very typically a camp um inspired place so i find that we do talk about camp a lot which is very fun like i love it <laughs> yeah i could see how that would be exclusive to those who are yeah a part of camp and sort of um yeah not as open to those who aren't yeah mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. And can you tell me yeah. more about? I mean, I need to. I want to hear about camp for one. <laughs> we were <laughs> so Everyone that I've come in contact with has had like some camp experience lately. <laughs> like, so how did you even get involved in camp? Was it something that your parents suggested one summer, and you're just kind of like, oh, okay, I'll try it out? Like, how, what was your involvement in camp like? <laughs> You go ahead, Ella. Okay. Sure. And we all go. Uh, like, I have so much to say. Let me just. Yeah, we do. That's <laughs> cute. Um, so my, I was in a youth group at my hometown church, and a lot of members from my youth group and the leaders there had worked at the camp. Um, so I went for a summer as a youth camper, which is our oldest um, camp for yeah, the oldest sort of campers. Um, so I went for the youth camp and then I volunteered the next summer and the summer after and then I got to work there, which was just a beautiful experience. Like you're really immersed in this just wonderful, open, like faith challenging, loving um, community and mm. you get to serve, which is a big thing. Mm. Um, yeah, you go through the ups and downs together. And it's just so much fun. Like, there's games, there's good food, there's good people. Mm -hmm. So good. It's so good. Yeah. Um, I came to No Camp. I, kn I have a good friend who I went to high school with who's very involved in the camp world. Like, her mm -hmm. uncle is crazy involved and her parents are crazy involved. I'm Emily. And, <laughs> yeah. And like, we went, yeah, Emily. Shout and, out Emily. Uh, shout, out yeah, Emily. shout out to Emily Kelly. <laughs> she's lovely. And she always loves to bring people into her camp world because she's very involved. And I just went to high school um, with her. And one week I wasn't really doing anything over the summer um, and they needed assistance in the kitchen. So I went and I volunteered for a week. And I had never worked at a Christian camp before. I had volunteered at other mm -hmm. camps. Um, but this camp clearly had something special. Like 
all of the people were just so great. Like, you know, it's kind of a smaller camp um, compared to other ones I've been involved with, but just the people just cared so much about what they were doing and they had such a passion for Jesus. And I hadn't really been exposed to that before because um, I grew up atheist. And so I went to the camp and I was very excited um, by what they were doing because they were so inclusive and kind and I wound up working there the next summer. Um, and I wound up actually coming to know Jesus through the camp. Um, so it was a really, really big deal for me. So it's not just like, like it was so much fun and everything, but like mm -hmm. a very spiritually rich experience, like a lot of passionate followers of Jesus that I just got to learn from. And a lot of young people who are getting to build their lives around their love for Jesus. And it was just a really rich and beautiful and really fun environment to be in. <laughs> and so I wound up working there for a couple of years with Ella. I can see why camp folks love talking about camp. People are probably like, what are you talking about? It's but, just a summer but camp. But I get but it. It's not. <laughs> yeah, it's really I special. Get it. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. And I love that. And I love how it sounds like even though um, visitors or new members might feel left out when you're describing those experiences of, of camp or the fact that so many of you are coming from the camp. I think the fact that you can bring the energy and the intentionality around being inclusive and welcoming from camp to the mm -hmm. hub environment is so meaningful for new people coming in. So although they don't have the same experiences with you all working at camp, not mm -hmm. all of us have gone to camp, but, <laughs> but it sounds like you're able to take this spirit of what it has been to go to camp and bring it to everyone regardless of if that is their shared experience with you or not so yeah, yeah well and that's, that's and that's the goal of the hub really is to take the intentionality and like the christ center mm -hmm. community and establish those communities in our regular lives like jesus is not just a summer thing and that's mm -hmm. the whole point of the hub is that we get to take this passion for jesus into the rest of our lives so hopefully yeah, that yeah. doesn't just include camp people it doesn't just include <laughs> yeah. camp people right so for we everyone. love talking about the goofy times that we have but um mm -hmm. yeah but jesus for everyone so Okay. Next up. <clears throat> so what do you remember from the first day you attended or participated in the hub? Hmm. I well, I remember um just feeling relieved. Um, that the community that I felt at camp could exist elsewhere. Because um, a couple, I went to London Subhub when I was in my first year of university and it was being run by Liz Miltonberg and she's fabulous. And um, it was just really great to see shout her. Out Liz, like, shout out Liz, shout out Liz. Shout out Liz, shout out Liz, camp people. Yeah. And uh, she's just so great and such a passionate Jesus follower. And just, it was just great to get to have fun. Like we went, I think we just went skating. Like we didn't even like do a Bible study or anything, but we just got to connect mm. and love each other. And it just, that warm camp community feeling just extended um, outside of camp, but also with people who weren't just camp people. Um, and it was just great to get to bond with them and just be with really loving people. So. And did you come on your own the first time or? Yeah, I did. Like, well, I had worked because I had worked at the camp the summer before and then I was going into the fall. And then Liz said to me like, oh, you should come to the hub because this is what we do outside of camp. I was like, that sounds great. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, I think, Ella, what do you remember? I believe my first experience was at a hub event, um, which was just like a really powerful night of community and um, breaking bread together and worship and a church service. And yeah, I think it was a similar thing of realizing that something I had considered as just a summer thing 
could come into the rest of my life. Because my faith, yeah, my faith had honestly just sort of been a summer thing due to camp. Mm. And like, I couldn't find that experience elsewhere. Um, so seeing that I could have that same, yeah, bold faith outside of camp. Mm-hmm. crazy such a concept to me um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah but it was so cool and just yeah feeling like it was sort of like coming back to home and having the home throughout yeah. my whole year I love that because I mean I mean you guys are making me want to go to camp at this point and I am <laughs> much too old for camp but I, I do, I do get what you're saying that that feeling of community and togetherness and feeling included that doesn't always exist in even the most well-meaning churches. There's a certain mm-hmm. um, I don't know how to put it, but it's just it, it's it's just different sometimes. Like mm-hmm. even churches that are very, very inclusive and well-meaning. There are churches that I feel at home in and there are churches that I don't feel at home in. So yeah. it's great to have organizations that go beyond your church that allow you to feel that sense of welcome and home and have that opportunity for faith development in, in a space that feels safe. Because I think for me, when you're really developing your faith, you can't do that in a space where you can't speak freely or you don't feel 100% safe because you're not really truly discussing or exploring what's on your heart. Sometimes you feel like you're just like going through the motions. So I love that camp allows for that. And I love that the hub is just this incredible continuation of that that camp feeling. (laughs) So we're going to do... One last question. Oh, and we have lots of people in the comments. Let me just. Okay. So Shiloh's saying safe spaces are the best spaces. Yes, mm. I definitely agree. Mm-hmm. And Eric is saying being affirming is not a policy. It's a whole mentality or state of mind or condition of spirit, which is like so, so agree. People just get mm-hmm. so caught up in like a checklist of we have to have this and we have to have that. And they don't think yeah. about the fact that it's really about connecting with people and making people feel safe. It's not yeah. about having all the correct policies in place, mm-hmm. which really yeah. mean nothing if people coming through your doors don't feel safe. So I love that point, Eric. Andrew saying, yay, Guelph Subhub. <laughs> Gub it up? Is that right? Gub it up? I don't know if I'm Gub saying hub, yeah. <laughs> What does that mean? <laughs> Um, so as we do we come up with like little names for all the sub hubs so the hamilton one is the ham hub or i might be getting that wrong i hope no one gets upset at that (laughs) yeah there's little names for everyone okay Okay, so yes gub it up um and then andrew is also saying a big piece of feeling welcome (laughs) Um, for him is seeing yourself reflected in leadership and like mm. yes a million times to this I think it's it's so important um, a lot of people will say yes we want more young people in the church but if you're mm. not if you're just having young people in the church to just be butts in the pews and not to yeah. participate in leadership or to shape what the church looks like that's not really being welcoming you're like welcoming people to participate in a very narrow way yeah. I find 
Yeah. Well, and it's about connections, like you were saying, right? And you need Mm -hmm. to be able to connect with the people who are mentoring you and helping you. And you just have to feel like you can level with them, right? Exactly. Mm -hmm. So we're going to do one more question. Let's see what we have here. Oh, okay. So there's two good ones. Can we do two more questions? Oh, absolutely. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So Okay, so first we'll do sort of a fun one before we get to the more serious one. So if you were to write a book about the hub, what would the title be? Ooh. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's a question. Is there something that encapsulates? <laughs> well, I don't know about a title, but just like... Would it be an adventure book or... <laughs> mm, probably. A yeah, well... A coming of a age comedy. story? Yes, that's what it would be. Because it's, okay. it's usually about young people, right? And it's just like, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of the word. Like, community is just really fundamental to it, but there's already a show named that. So, you probably shouldn't name the book after that. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. So, in thinking about our, our like fake book name, we also have to think about copyright infringement. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, community, guys. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, there, what else? I'm trying to think like just I when I think of the hub I feel like the whole like I don't know companionship and just like walking alongside people so that's not a title but that's just like the main theme of what the hub is about you know what I mean so walking alongside people I love that yeah, yeah. So, I like I alliteration so I think like family friends fun that's Ooh, adorable. Love that. That's way cute. I love that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, copyright. Let's check. Yeah, we'll check that. Family yeah, friends. yeah, we gotta get on that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that because I think also just in thinking about church, sometimes people have this idea of it having to be so like I don't know if somber is the right mm-hmm. word, but mm-hmm. like very um, hmm. I can't think of the, I think maybe like somber, but I think that idea of it being about friends and fun and Mm -hmm. that often is not what people have in their mind when they think about church or worship or coming together in a faith community. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think it's often really formalized and I think Mm -hmm. like you need to be able to really feel like yourself, right? To be able to grow spiritually because you want to be honest with God. So be honest with people around you, like feel open to be yourself, right? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I think you need to be able to bring like every part of yourself to mm-hmm. your faith and to your community. So if that's like your goofy side, go for it. If that's mm-hmm. maybe you're a little frustrated, bring that too. Because yeah. um, we're a family that like accepts every part of every person. Love that. So last question. What is the toughest decision you've had to make as a camp community and how did it change you as a camp community or as the hub as the hub okay yeah mm-hmm. hmm. toughest decision this one's going to be wonderful. honest i don't know if i have one like yeah i've more been a member i've never been in leadership with the hub Okay. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if I've had to make tough decisions, mm-hmm. which I think I'm okay with. Like, I think <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not too upset about that. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Uh, I think um, it's not, it's not like so tough, but I guess like part of the structuring of the hub is the actual like practical structuring of it um, and like who we get to speak at each of the hubs. So I don't know about the other ones, but I know the London sub hub worked where we would have like a content night. So it would be kind of like a Bible study or we'd be getting someone to come in and speak. Um, and one of the most like, I guess, I don't know if it's tough, but just like critical decisions is understanding like the needs of the community and being able to find a speaker within our camp or hub community who's able to fill those needs. Um, mm -hmm. So there's often things as leaders that like we think that would be really good for the community to grow in. But like, again, we want to be alongside the people who are in the community and we want to be responding to their needs and their questions. And so we kind of had to like, I don't know, just pick people who would be able to respond to those issues and um, things like that we affirm LGBTQ, like that we are like mm -hmm. that, the being able to have speakers who can attest to that and finding the right people to like serve those members of the community. Like that's not tough. It's a wonderful thing to get to do, but just being able mm -hmm. to do that effectively and respectfully, I think is a really critical thing that the hub needs to do. So making sure like the content that we're getting across is in accordance with the truth of the Bible and like getting like, you know, being able to study the Bible and everything, but also just being personable and getting people who can relate to the people who are members of the hub community, right? Like that's really mm -hmm. important. So. I love that. And I love that it shows that you take very seriously your commitment yeah. to being representative and being inclusive. And yeah. it's not something that you like take lightly when you're thinking about who is speaking to what sorts of issues. You want to make sure that yeah. everyone is speaking in a way that actually affirms what it is that the hub believes and want to make sure that it's something that affirms the members of the hub as well. So I think, mm -hmm. again, like you said, not tough, but just something that's very critical and something that's very important and yes. I just I love that int the intention behind that and I think that's mm -hmm. something that a lot of organizations have to think through especially in these in the current times with I mean so much going on there is a global yeah. pandemic and yeah. <laughs> there is mm -hmm. kind of the elephant in the room there's all sorts <laughs> of like issues that make it hard to maybe um gather in ways that you would traditionally gather or speak to or connect with people in ways that you would traditionally speak with them or connect with yeah. them. And I don't know, um, kind of like an off script question, but I don't know uh, what your thoughts are on how that has affected the way that the hub gathers or comes together or um, mm. if you have traditionally done a ton of stuff online maybe you have maybe this has just been something so different in the spirit of what it is to like mm -hmm. do community for you all is a really in-person thing and hasn't been an online thing what are your thoughts about that yeah it's been tough because I think the nature of the hub is relational and it tends to be smaller and it tends to be based on just getting to talk and level with each other and so being in the same room is important to that. Like, I think we can all attest to the Zoom conversations are maybe very different for being in the room with someone, right? Yeah. yeah. And so the hub definitely continues on like over Zoom and things, but I think mm -hmm. I think we're missing those in-person meetings, honestly. Like I know at the end of the hub, um, at the end of the school year last year, like it was, it's more difficult to have honest conversations and it's more difficult to make people feel safe to share what they want to share, right? So mm -hmm. that's just difficult when it's, over a device right so yeah yeah 
Sorry, Sorry continue. <laughs> no, just, I think it's possible. It's just we're all having to adapt to the digital world and trying to connect with people, even though we can't physically be with people, right? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I think it was, yeah, it was a very sudden and quick transition over, like, like Megan said, like it was typically mm-hmm. all in person. And I think that was really important to, um, yeah, just the, um, just how like the hub worked so well yeah. when it was um, in person. And I'm not saying that it doesn't work well now, it's just mm-hmm. something we have to adapt to. And yeah. But I think we've done pretty well. I think it's been good. And I think that um, sort of the spirit of the hub has not been lost at all. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely still there. Just like you have to like be more intentional and all members of the hub have to be more intentional and like try a little bit more to like go out of your way to to Mm -hmm. make those online connections, right? Yeah. Yeah, because when you're online, you can't have the same, I mean, the opportunities to just casually bump into someone and start a conversation don't exist. Mm -hmm. Like you said, Megan, you have to be very intentional. Like I want to make sure Mm -hmm. that I'm um, touching base with this person or deepening my relationship with that person. So it's like, turn the Zoom microphone on, speak to this person directly. Like it's just like a different process, schedule a Zoom meeting. Like you can't just bump into people anymore. And yeah, yeah, so there's this, or, oh, go ahead. Sorry, yeah, there's different ways to like, to communicate love to the members of your community right like it's not just Mm -hmm. like having the conversations those are like the core of it but like i know guelph has like dinners together often and like this is an important like making food for each other and like showing up for each other and like just being in the same space as each other like there's different ways we can communicate that we care about each other and it's just more limited now Mm -hmm. and i feel like shared meals are such a a big church thing yeah like it's awesome. so important yeah like having coffee hour after worship or just like potlucks mm-hmm. or food at community meetings and yeah. there's so many things that have I don't want to say been lost but just have uh, are being done differently that you wouldn't it's just like the little things that have changed that you don't yeah. think about sometimes and mm-hmm. you're just like oh yeah we can't share a meal together or we can on zoom but yeah Yeah, exactly (laughs) yeah but i love that and i love that everyone is so enthusiastic about the hub in the comments (laughs) to tell you that whatever you all are doing if you're gubbing it up or (laughs) hamming it up i don't know if the hamilton one was whatever it is you all are doing an amazing job and I was so glad to be connected with you all and it's been great to have the opportunity to speak with you and to have you go through the first set of questions and um, I'm developing like a whole kind of deck of these hard-hitting questions for churches and faith groups and I think it's just important that we talk about things that we wouldn't necessarily think to talk about so we can have a better understanding of like who we all are as faith groups and what we 
stand for, what's important to us about the things that we do and stand for and what are things that we should maybe let go of or do differently. Mm -hmm. It's just an opportunity to touch base with members. And I'm just, I'm so glad that you guys did the, the first set of questions. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, thank you. Cool. <laughs> I love the idea of it. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. And um, so just as some last words before we sign off, do you have anything that you all can offer um, maybe young people who are feeling uh, I guess perhaps not as connected to their own church, but they're looking mm -hmm. for community and they're going through this process of developing their faith, but they feel like what is happening within their own churches doesn't, um, isn't conducive to them yeah. doing the work that they need to do to develop their faith. Like what are your, what would you tell them? What are resources or words of encouragement or things that they can do in this situation? Is there anything yeah. that you two could offer? I mean, yeah, that can be so hard. Like if you feel like your community that you're in, like is having a difficult time meeting the needs of your faith journey, right? Because we need mm -hmm. community so much. Like that is a mm -hmm. fact, we can't do it alone. Um, and so I think in terms of words of encouragement, like you just stay hopeful, like God is there for you and God is going to provide, um, even if it doesn't feel like it in this moment, like there are communities out there and there are people out there that you're going to connect with, even though it doesn't feel like it when you're overwhelmed by like a community and like, it's just not meeting your needs in this moment for whatever reason. Um, there is like, there's going to be people out there that you're going to meet and your community is going to grow and everything is changing. So this, you, this is going to, we're going to move on from wherever we're at right now. That's maybe not um, establishing your faith in the way you want it to. Um, and in terms of practical advice, I think like connecting with people your own age is going to be really important. Like I was saying, that's something really valuable in the hub and like, I know some churches don't offer like formal programs for like youth or like young adults that'll be really specific to the age, but just trying to like be more open with people who are your own age in the church, um, maybe reaching out to people you wouldn't have otherwise reached out to. Um, and if there's people who are college age and who are in university, um, I've been very involved with the Navigators organization. Mm. Um, they're great. They're so awesome. And there are people there, they're not like, they just want to one-on-one -on -one connect with you and really ask where you're at. Um, and I just think they are so good and they are so practical and they have really loving people working there who really want to deeply connect with you. And so that would be most effective, I think, for people who are struggling with that. I know it's helped me. So. Awesome. Thank you. And Ella, any words of encouragement, advice, anything <laughs> to offer? <laughs> yeah. Um, I just know, like, I understand how it feels to be in a space where, um, yeah, maybe your faith feels a little dry or it doesn't feel quite like it's flourishing as much as it once did. Um, but, yeah, God gives us different seasons. Um, mm -hmm. And even if it feels like the season is a long one, God is there with you. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, God wants you in community. So there is community out there for you. Um, it might look, you might have to look a little bit harder or you might have to, um, try mm -hmm. out some new things, mm -hmm. but yeah, what Megan said about, um, yeah, being open and being vulnerable, like sharing stories is what brings us together. Um, and sharing your story makes it more possible for other people to share their story. Yeah. Um, so yeah, be 
bold and be um, hyped and be excited. Um, and you can definitely do this. Love that. Thank you so much. And thank you to everyone who is watching and has participated. And thank you, Megan and Ella. So we're going to sign off for today. But again, thank you for joining. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, thank you so much. Bye. Bye.